OTB Sports Rugby. Do you want to just take it easy, keep the emotion in check? That's not what sport is about. It's about emotion. It's about singing your national anthem with pride. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Top 10 Premier League players for respective clubs. Yeah. This all started with a debate about Eric Cantona. Now, many weeks ago. So it started it, yeah? started that. Right. And um, two weeks ago, Shane and I did our Manchester United top tens. Mm-hmm. They were analysed, scorned, or celebrated. And spat out. Last week, when Nathan was uh, guest hosting, we did Liverpool. Guest co-hosting, actually. And Liverpool, and Nathan did his own Liverpool ones as well. And now, John Duggan, having seen that segment, voluntarily sent me on his top ten Spurs players in the Premier League era. Bobby Dwyer's ears are just pricked up. So Shane and I decided, well, we'll do our own as well. So we can set ours up now. And then at about 8.40am this morning, John Duggan will come in and give you his definitive top 10 Tottenham Hotspur players of the Premier League era. But Shane, yeah. I would love to hear your top 10. We should, we should point out as well that we chose the Premier League era because before 92, we don't really remember the players properly. You chose to do this because it uh, retrospectively granted you Eric Cantona into the top 10 at Manchester United. It meant that you couldn't grandfather in any players who you hadn't seen before that, I, I, and it was—it's a, uh, a raft of self-justification. That, that just—I uh, just want to make sure that everybody out there is aware that oh, we just need a parameter. It was a sniveling at- attempt to justify your own Manchester United fandom ignorance. Well, I would—that lo- was it. I would love to put Danny Blanchflower into this Spurs team. I really would. Oh yeah, yeah. But I sure. just don't really know where Blanchflower's subtle passing was any better okay, than so uh, Christian Eriksen. You can't understand history because well, I, Jimmy uh, Green. No, I understand you. history. You can't read books. I, I understand the logic. You of don't history. trust anybody. I, I totally do. With but, the, um, the evidence of your own eyes. You're doubting Thomas. So, so my top ten, top ten folks, uh, just to... It's subjective. You, you, have to go be there. you had to be there, as Ken Doherty just said. Uh, my top ten of the Premier League era for, for Tottenham, and I uh, hope this is in order. Uh, ten, Hyungmin Son. Number nine, Robbie Keane. Eight, David Ginola. Seven, my favourite footballer of all time, Dimitar Berbatov. Six, Jurgen Klinsmann. Five, Ledley King. Four, Christian Eriksen. And in the top three, three, Gareth Bale. Two, Luka Modric. And one... Harry of the Canes. Uh, I I throw I threw Berbatov in there because he was involved heavily in that uh, League Cup win two thousand and eight. And if you're a Tottenham fan, winning a trophy does not happen too often. And Berbatov was paramount. Scored in the final penalty, I think. Um, had that partnership with Robbie Keane. I think they were the first players in four or five years to win the Premier League Player of the Month jointly. They were like, we can't we can't separate these two guys. They're brilliant. Um, romance player of the season at Spurs a year, for a year or two as well. Uh, Berbatov was he had the best he was just he was the Paul Finley of Tottenham do you know just a real subtle slow movement almost lazy look everything seemed like is he even arsed and then once he kicked the ball or touched the ball you're like oh this is this is something else this is gold sultry um, just delicate Bulgarian beauty that's what it was Dimitar Berbatov so he deserves his place I don't want to hear anyone say that he didn't like Cheringham is obviously close and Darren Adderton and there's others and I'm sure Colm you have uh, yeah. you have your 10 now uh, Berbatov was asked recently was it difficult being a footballer and he was like no not really it's not easy for me sums him up here's my 10 for people who can't see number 10 Saul Campbell what a player Judas of course as he was labelled after his move to Arsenal for a free transfer 2001 what a player though number 9 Son number 8 Robbie number 7 Dimitar Number six, Christian Eriksen. Number five, Jurgen Klinsmann. Only there for two seasons. Actually, a season and a half, really, when he came back in 1997-98. But what a season, 94-95. Mm. Number four, Rolls-Royce of a centre-half. Ledley King, never trained 
always played phenomenal. Did you ever see when he uh, tracks uh, Arjen Robin? Arjen Robin's shoot one on one in White Hart Lane, like one of the fastest players in the Premier League. Yeah. And Lady King sprints back and gets to the ball in time. Superb tackler. What a player. Yeah. And the top three Luka Modric in three, Gareth Bale number two, and Harry Kane himself number one. I would challenge anyone to name a better top three in any other team in the Premier League or in fact any other sport of top tens that who, top three is who absolutely is, phenomenal who's your three Shane? yeah I had the same same three but different order I had Bale three and Modric two alright with Kane number one as well I mean, you don't have Modric way further down your list at one point oh no that's sorry that's coming later is it? Uh, hmm? no Modric, is, Modric deserves to be there number two for me oh 100% so Kane's number one for both of you is. yeah he had uh, Bale two I had Modric two and I had Bale three I think Bale's um, final season and final two seasons at Tottenham like pretty much untouchable. As we yeah. actually touched on it last week with Luis Suarez season twenty thirteen fourteen, where um, you know you you couldn't do anything to stop Suarez if he was in the mood, and Who that was exact, absolutely Bale for two seasons at Tottenham. You've left Ginola out, is that it? Is Correct. That, yeah, oh yeah. But you put Campbell yeah. in. Fair enough. I put Cam- I, I think people. It's easy to forget about Sol Campbell, but you know because you know he doesn't help himself at all with his legacy. But like, what a player! Mm. And also won the League Cup at Tottenham as well. Ah, yeah. I believe. So um, brilliant defender and like Tottenham, like this is classic Spurs. They have so many brilliant individual players, and but that's also why we're called lads. It's Tottenham. Mm. Does Ugo Lloris deserve to be? I think Ugo um, should have a shout. Like we've have a habit now of picking at least one goalkeeper in our top tens because goalkeepers are crucial to success. Of the club. We, yeah, but Ugo's never won anything at Tottenham. No, you know, never won anything. Um, but like a really, really strong top three and like. Gareth Bale is just endlessly fascinating to me. A guy who was just like, I'm not that bothered anymore. Mm. <laughs> and yet still achieved pretty much everything you can in the game. Well, that was anything. peak. That was peak Bale, Tottenham Bale. Yeah, I was in his last two seasons. So like those three. And then Luka Modric, when he first signed, I think Harry Redknapp played him on the left. Didn't think he was strong enough to play centre mid in the Premier League. Mm. And only moved him into the centre because of injuries. And then you're becoming one of, one of the, the best technicians that the league has ever seen. People, and that also coincided with Gareth Bale's amazing form. People are like, oh, mad. So, so Paul Coppola says, Premier League era, what's the point? And then Fergus Keogh says, any Spurs top 10 excluding Hoddle shows the stupidity of pretending soccer was invented in 1992. Oh, if we if we but, extended it to everything, like yeah, Paul Gascoigne would be in it as well. Of course. I would say Clive Allen would probably be in it. Oh, there's you know, loads of players. Shouldn't have kids doing top tens unless it's prime flavour, says Paul Compton. Paul, I would tend to agree with you. I think the, you know that the notion that history started when the arbitrary. No, it, it, I haven't drank. Uh, I haven't drank prime yet either. So the arbitrary moment of the back to uh, bed. I haven't either. Robbie Keane was classed as advent first, of first. satellite TV. Um, Is Robbie Keane really in the top ten? Uh, yeah, I would say so for his impact on the club. Like six years for the first time, and then he had a short spell afterwards. Won the League Cup with them. It's only trophy that they've won. I think, I think a lot of Spurs fans wouldn't have him in the top ten. That's I, I think he was. Um, I do acknowledge our Irishness as maybe shoehorned him in there. I think he was pretty exceptional mm, for quite a while. All right, um, this is a slot that fans are loving. If you want to get in touch this morning, oh eight seven nine one eighty one eighty is the WhatsApp number, or of course you can leave a comment in the YouTube stream. Watch OTBAM live every weekday morning from seven thirty on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Off the Ball channel so you don't miss a thing. John Duggan is with us this morning. John, you have been uh, correcting the lads' incorrect lists from earlier on. Well, I've picked my Tottenham uh, top 10 of the Premier League era and it's very hard as an Irishman and as a dub to leave Robbie Keane out, but I've done that because you've got to be a pro when you're picking these things and uh, such a great servant for the country and for the club. But most of the thinking around my team is built around the fact that under Pochettino, Spurs had the best team since the 60s. 
So what, fifth, third, second, third and fourth, a Champions League final in there as well in 2019. And that second place finish in 2017 had 86 points, which would have been good enough to win nine Premier League titles since the Premier League came into being 30 years ago. And Spurs have only won two League Cups since the Premier League began. So that, if they'd won some Europa Leagues, FA Cups, you might include the likes of Teddy Sheringham or Jermaine Defoe in there. But most of my team is based around that um, team in the Pochettino era. Where did you two have Robbie Keane? I had Robbie uh, fairly high. I think he number eight. Yeah, number sorry, number nine. <coughs> nine and did he make columns? List? He made columns eight. at number eight. Not in John Duggan's top ten. No. Uh, so my uh, you can expect some um, pressure, some frosty messages. Well, yeah, they're, they're probably saying, "Oh, you're just a clear lad." Um, so. Uh, so Toby Alderweireld, number 10, uh, always had issues Spurs historically with defence, but uh, Alderweireld rocks out with Jan Vertonghen at 236 appearances. Um, and look how, how well big, big an influence he was for Belgium as well. Number 9, Luka Modric, one of the key drivers of Spurs, uh, becoming a Champions League team for the first time under Harry Redknapp. But most of his best work as a footballer, as a world, one of the best players in the world, was done at Madrid. Um, so it wasn't really long enough for Spurs to kind of get a higher rank for me. Number nine. And that's going to be controversial, you know that. Yes. They, that adds up uh, Modric in their top threes. He's number two for me, John. Yeah, I just uh, like obviously one of the best players in the history of the game in the last uh, generation, but not a Tottenham. Um, How long was he at Spurs? Four, four years. Four years, yeah. four years long four enough. Years. No. Yeah, but um, once again, I'm, I'm, my, my thinking's really based around the, this Pochettino team. Uh, David Ginola, number eight, scandalously won that um, PFA Player of the Year award in 1999 when Man United did the treble. There was a goal against Barnsley in, that, in that, that year in the Cup, which was just off the scale in terms of slaloming through players and, uh, and, and scoring. And that year he had, what, 10 assists. So, look, he, he's a Spurs player that played the way that Spurs uh, fans think the game should be played. The game is about glory and it's about a bit of panache. Well, uh, he was only 97 to 2000. I was going to say, he wasn't there that long either, was he? No. Um, this. He's number eight. But he's the epitome of the way Tottenham uh, should play in inverted commas. Jan Vertonghen, number seven, club legend, 315 appearances, 145 for Belgium, says a lot as well. Like, I remember him starting off a left back, but then transitioned into the centre and was such a rock solid player. And once again, Spurs have had like poor defenders in, in many years. Are, are Vertonghen and Alderweireld not just the same? Grant. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, are I, they not just Grant? Like, you, you, you do have, oh, we, we get to Ledley King. I noticed Saul Campbell is missing. Yeah, and there's nothing to do with the fact that he's um, a Judas um, that went to Arsenal. Um, it obviously is, though, right? Because <laughs> he <was laughs> he's way better than these two. That's a fact. I, I, I really don't see it that way. I, I really Me? see the Vertonghen and, and Alderweireld were like the players who you know were very close to the top of the world in Belgium. They got to the semi-final of a World Cup, narrowly beaten by France. And these you know, 86 points, rock-solid defence. Never lost a game over hard lane that 2016-17 season. And the Tottenham of that three, four, five years is far superior than the Tottenham at any other time in the Premier League. And that's my thinking here. Uh, number six, Jurgen Klinsmann. Um, so the Premier League now a global league. And he was one of the first players that brought the novelty and the stardust. And Spurs were so bad in the 90s that they needed Klinsmann uh, to get them in uh, in 98 for half a season to save them from the drop. He scored four goals in one game against Wimbledon. But in the first season in 94-95, he scored 20 Premier League goals in 41 games. I remember there was a game against Liverpool in the Cup quarterfinal. The ball was straight through to him and just buried it. Like, just what a deadly finisher, a World Cup winner, as we know. I think I think Klinsmann definitely has this kind of weird impact where it's it's way out of kilter with the amount of time that he spent there. Yeah. Uh, and cause it's funny that Modric is nine and Klinsmann is six, even though Modric was there 
four, like, essentially four times longer. Okay, the second, the second coming probably uh, helps the grandfather Klinsman in a little bit further. But I think um, I don't know. Modric, Modric seems to have become world class at Spurs. I'm, I'm lobbying here for you to make a change. Yeah, it's like uh, what's at the Dublin and Matt Rushmore. Uh, Christian Eriksen, number five. Like, he pulled the strings. He's the most creative player we've had since Gascoigne. 305 appearances, 69 goals, 90 assists. The best playmaker at the club uh, in, in recent times. Uh, Hillman son, number four. Look, it's now a global league, and you wouldn't see Hillman son out of place at both Man City and Liverpool. Mm. That's why he's so high for me. Uh, 139 goals in 355 games. Won the joint golden boot uh, last year. Plays with a smile on his face once again. I think really part of the club's DNA and is very much loved by the club. And I, these kind of things are important in terms of where you're ranking. It's not always just about the exact talent. It's also about what they mean to the club. Uh, Ledley King, if he needs that worked, he would have been the best centre-half in English football since Bobby Moore. Um, never trained. Uh, a bit like Paul McGrath. Turned up. Missed, missed like three or four seasons in a row with chronic injuries. Uh, but it was part of that uh, team that reached the Champions League uh, for the first time under Harry Redknapp, captained the team that night when they beat Man City in 2010. And uh, 302, 22 appearances. And also, once again, important for me, he's a one-club man. Um, so I think that's why he's such a, such a high rank for me. I don't think probably many people would disagree with the top two. Uh, Gareth Bale won PFA Player of the Year twice, 2011-2013, British record transfer fee in terms of the sale. Uh, they signed a load of duds out of it, uh, but the one good player they did sign was Ericsson. Um, but he scored incredible goals. He was unplayable. It's amazing the way he transitioned from a, a left-back who didn't win a game, I think, for two years into a player that was just utterly world-class. And then we saw what we did, we did with Madrid. Uh, Christian Ericsson, even though at the end he was basically like, no, I'm not having this anymore. I've had enough. I want to <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. He, he gets forgiven for that? He does because of seven years. And uh, as I said, most of my... Saul team. Campbell, not forgiven. No, no, he's Judas. Uh, Harry Kane, um, number one, three golden boots, uh, 267 goals, now club record, surpassing Greavesy, uh, can play as a 10 and a 9, and he's worked so hard at this game, which I think is a bit underplayed when it comes to Harry Kane, club legend, and he's my number one. I'd, I'd be surprised, maybe people would argue for Bale, but um, I think that's a pretty solid number one. Column wants you to... Uh, what about Dali Ali? At one point, would he have made your top 10? If Deli Adi had been the player uh, of 2016-17 for the last five years, um, absolutely. But unfortunately, it just all went so wrong for him. And maybe he's a, just a warning sign. I don't know whether it was Jose Mourinho's warnings about his commitment or just that he, he, he was just one of these players that just really fitted into the system with Pochettino and he didn't fit into systems. He was a moments player and it just didn't fit with other clubs. But... Um, it's it's a strange tale. It's one of the strangest tales of of the recent era. But uh, Daddy uh, for a couple of seasons was great. But I think you do need a bit of longevity. And I saw talk about Christian Eriksen seven years. And Teddy Sheringham seems to be one of the yeah. <coughs> controversial absences, based on the YouTube comments as well. From from actually from all of our teams, myself, yourself, and Colin. Well, th- once again, Teddy Sheringham was a really really good player and also a Golden Boot winner, but in a team that was bang average. Um, so. Do, 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 would there be a team that would be relegated by Adam? Um, we obviously saw what he went on to do at Manchester United. Um, but Teddy Sheringham also lacked a lot of pace. And I'm looking at players like Son. Would Teddy Sheringham get in the Man City Liverpool team now, um, 30 years on or whatever? I'm thinking like Son would definitely get in. Kane would definitely get in. And I'm being quite, I mean, I'd be quite harsh on the likes of Jermaine Defoe and Robbie mm-hmm. Keane. But, and two but, words for you, John, as well Dimitar 
Berbatov. Yeah, well, there you go again. Dermadar Berbatov, another player who ended up at Man United and probably ended up having a better career at Man United after leaving Spurs. But you want a trophy? See, is that 08 League Cup? We, uh, because look, Tottenham don't win that many trophies, do we not have to put some weight on that year? No, I don't Keen think so. and Berbatov? I think Tottenham, uh, over the last 23 years, have won two League Cups uh, between 61 and 84. I think they won what mm, we're talking about, five FA Cups, two European um, UEFA Cups, a Cup Winners' Cup and a League Championship. Mm. Uh, so I, I, I just really think it's a terrible return. So therefore, I'm looking very, very uh, closely at the Pochettino era with those cr- incredible results in the league. Best team since the 60s and 86 points in the league, which was unlucky not to win a title. Uh, unlucky slash choked. We should not... Well, they choked the first year. They choked the 2016 year, definitely. But the 2017 year is just that they ran into Antonio Conte and uh, Diego Costa, who got 93 points for Chelsea. Ask John if Dembele was close to his list. Yeah, Dembele was definitely close. Very underrated uh, midfielder, once again, of the Poch era. Um, From Barry McConnell. Uh, Barry, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, when you think of Dembele is under, like he's, he was the Busquets of Spurs, right? Um, but um, when I'm thinking about, like even Belgium, he wasn't breaking through in 18, and that kind of, the kind of went against me, my thinking. I've got, a, I've got an image in my head, John, of uh, Luka Modric hopping on the bus this afternoon in Liverpool, getting the, the bus down to Anfield with the Real Madrid team, pops his earphones into his phone, sticks on the highlights from OTBAM. John Duggan has him ninth. Did you do the Man United there. team, uh, Shane? I did. Was Park G sung on it? <laughs> Park did not make my top ten okay. of the Premier League era. <laughs> but he was, he was close. He was close. More of a cult hero, oh. but but Modric is more than a cult hero. Modric is. I just love I love your confidence that Luka Modric would be listening to OTBA. <laughs> of course he is. Right, John. Good All stuff. Right, thanks, lads. More from John Saturday afternoon on off the ball on News Talk. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.